This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As now we're in the uh, season of saying so it's uh, worth going over some of the halachas so we're familiar. Sometimes hard in middle of to ask a shayla. So it's because I don't know what you should do when you're in Shman Esrei and uh, what to do if you think you perhaps made a mistake. So um, there is a big shayla. Now it's much more relevant than it ever used to be. The shayla first came up about 300 years ago because in the Rishayim's time it wasn't Negev because no one ever traveled to all the different parts of the world. Today we live in an amazing, amazing phenomenon. People travel all the time. So you could be one day here, the next day there. So there's a whole shayla. What do you do if you go to the other side of the world where the seasons are different? South, uh, South Africa, Australia, all those are the places. What do you do with Masha Baruch HaMari Geshem? And we'll have to get to what do you do with St. Talmud Levracha, but at least for Masha Baruch HaMari Geshem, it's a big Shiloh. About 300 years ago, this question was, was raised. I always thought, maybe it's not so nice to say, but I always thought maybe that's all right, Jews aren't supposed to be living in these places. But okay, Jews live everywhere today. So the Shiloh is, do you not say Masha Baruch HaMari Geshem when the seasons are backwards? If everything's reversed, so you're not going to reflect Masha Baruch HaMari Geshem because it's not, the, it's not the time for you to have rain. You're definitely not going to say Baruch Aleinu. Baruch Aleinu is asking for rain. You're not going to ask for rain when it's not the rainy season. So there's a whole discussion. If a person lives in those communities, what should they do? I saw one interesting idea, which will connect to what we're going to talk about today, is that maybe just say Moirid HaTol the entire year. Why does Moirid HaTol work for the entire year? Because as we'll see in a few minutes, that saying Moirid HaTol perhaps solves all problems. Right, so the question is, again, if you live in these communities, it's much more complex than, you know, for us just to talk about it. We have a mission in the beginning of Masechah Tainis, and Mishnah tells us that uh, we start to say, Now, it's worth mentioning, Masechah are not the major words. If you, if you don't say the words, Masechah you're Yitzah. The Gemara says in Masechah Tainis that Dakosh Baruch doesn't need us to acknowledge the Ruach, because the wind will come and go whether or not we acknowledge it. However, the important words are, Masechah that's why the Chayodim writes, Mr. Bruch quotes the Chayodim, that some shuls, we, we discussed this over Yantif, that if before you start saying, someone has to announce it. So what do some people announce? They scream, So the Chayodim says, you weren't yet say anything. The point is not, you've got to get the second half of the statement, because the Masha'Vurach you can leave out. If you forget, if you just say, And if you just say, you got nothing. So the major words are really Marit Agesh and not so much Mashavurach. But the Gemara Mishnah, opening Mishnah in Tainas Davbez, the Mishnah has a whole discussion. When do we start asking for rain? Do we start on the first days of Sukkot, second days of Sukkot? We pass it on the second days of Sukkot. The Gemara does point out that this is already Dav Gimel, Dav Dal, the Gemara writes, and if you don't say Mashav, if you don't say Marit Agesh in the winter, Machzirinoy say you have to repeat the Shema Nesri. So writes the Gemara. Comes along the rift, the rift quotes from Yerushalmi. The Yushalmi says, yes, when do you have to repeat the Shman Esrei? That's if you didn't say Marit Atol. But if you said Marit Atol, but the average you with Marit Atol. So writes the word, so quotes the riff from the Yushalmi. And the Ran over there, Masechah Tainus, is very bothered by this riff. He says, why would the riff quote the Yushalmi, which is against the Bavli? He thinks that the Bavli has two rayas, that he thinks the Bavli does not hold at all this Yushalmi. But the Ran writes something very poetic. He says, but what can I do? The riff is the riff. The riff was one of the great Rishonim. So he writes it. So we got to follow it. So that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. If you take a look in Simon Kuf Yudal, the Shulchan Aruch writes very clearly that if a person forgot to say Marit Ageshim, but instead he said Marit Atol, he's Yaitzibidiyev. So for all people, Dabba Nusach Smard is a very easy season for you. Since you all, you, if you didn't say Marit Ageshim, you're going to say Marit Atol, so you don't have to worry. So someone came over to me on um, 
what was Simchas Torah? And they came over to me right after. They said they're not sure if they said Ma'ir Hageshim. So I said, oh, you have to repeat Yishman Esrei. Then I realized afterwards I'm in the wrong shul. Here everyone says Ma'ir Atal, so you get to anyways, no matter if you did or didn't. So it's kedai to remember for all those Nusach Svar people and the Aruch Shulchan Right. This is one of the perks of Davin Nusach Svar. This this Ma'ir Atal for the winter because if you didn't say Ma'ir Hageshim, you probably said Ma'ir Atal, and therefore we asking that if you didn't didn't say Ma'ir Atal, you didn't say Ma'ir Hageshim, but you said Ma'ir Atal, you get The question is why? I didn't mention rain. So if you look in the Rif, you look in the Ran, and really the Mishtabur also, the way they explain it is because Mayur Atol is still giving praise to HaKadosh Baruch. Mayur again, mistakenly people think that Ma'ashem Baruch HaMaragashem means I'm asking Hashem for rain. That's absolutely not true. Baruch Halein was asking Hashem for rain. This is just mentioning the fact that Hashem makes it rain. So the Mishnah asks, so why don't we say this a whole year? So the Mishnah says, we like to do it at least close to the season. We'll get to Baruch later, December 4th, December 5th. But, so the way they explain this riff, really the Yushalmi, is because I, I praise Hashem with a different thing. Instead of praising Hashem that He makes it rain, I praise Hashem that He makes it Moira uh, Tal, He brings the dew down. So therefore I praise Hashem, that's good enough. So the Shiloh comes up, it's a really wacky Shiloh, but they asked it to Rabchaim Kenevsky. Let's say you say, instead of Geshem, and instead of Tal, you say Shelig. Hashem makes it snow. So that's also a praise of HaKadosh Baruch So Rebchaim Kenevsky passed and that doesn't work. I'm not sure why. It's also a praise. It's a praise. The, the fact that Hashem makes it snow is also a form of a praise. And the Gemara Taka writes that snow is very productive, it's very helpful. But Lamaise Rebchaim Kenevsky passed and it doesn't work. And that's the accepted psak that you can't use a different one. But you can get away with using Marirato. So that's something Kedai to remember. For those who dive in Nusuch Svag, you usually don't have to worry too much about Marirato. We mentioned this already on Yom Tiv, it's Kedai Rechazer again. That there is a Ber Halacha, that the Ber Halacha discusses a Magan Avram. The Magan Avram was trying to figure out how can you start saying Mashiach Baruch HaMagashem without, without it being announced first. So the, so the Ber Halacha, the Magan Avram says, I have a very simple solution. Let the Shlech Tzibur, in his quiet Shmanesra, scream out Mashiach Baruch HaMagashem, and that will be the Hachbazah. And the Mishnah Brewer writes, he can't do that. And Mr. Brewer says he can't do that. So why not? So Reva Chorin the reason why he can't do that is because the quiet Shmanesra is supposed to be said quietly. We speak about this a lot. The Kwaish Manas is supposed to be said quietly. That's the opinion of the Chazinish and the Shemizah The Debrit Sinarov, the Be'er Moshe, has a shtickle tail. The Be'er Moshe said, no, he thinks the Gaba is allowed to announce it. So whoever wants to be the Gaba, you can announce it out loud. But the rest of us, we should continue our Shemanesri to be done Belachash. The Kwaish Manas is supposed to be done Belachash. It's interesting. So what happens if you're in the Shemanesri? Good. So we, where do we put Mashvuch HaMaragashim? So we put it in the second bracha. Why does it go in the second bracha? Mishnah so, uh, already explained, Mishnah already explained, because it's connected to Mechaia Mason. What's Mechaia Mason? That Baruch who brings life to the dead, and rain is like our life. It's so important, rain is so essential, so that's why it's in the second bracha. But it doesn't have to really be where it is, it just has to be somewhere in the second bracha. So therefore, Bidiyevet, if you forgot to put it in, in right after Atagibar, so you could put it anywhere in, this, in the second bracha. But once you start the third bracha, too late. Once you say that Ato, you're out. Once you cross the line, you go into the third bracha, you got to go back to the beginning of Shemana Esrei, because the first three brachas of Shemana Esrei have a status of one long bracha, and you must go back to the beginning. Mr. Bura Paskins, based on the Ritva in Tainus, you don't have to say another Hashem Svasai Tiftach. Let's say, for example, I realize when I'm at Baruch Aleinu that I forgot Mashiach Baruch Hashem. So i got to go back to the beginning of Shemana Esrei. Do I have to say Hashem Svasai Tiftach again? So the Ritva says, no. 
Mishnabur Paskas that way as well. You don't have to say another Hashem Swasay Tiftach. And the Pasha, the reason is, because I'm in the middle of talking to Hashem. Hashem Swasay Tiftach means I'm asking Hashem, can I talk to you? I'm in the middle of talking to you. I took a slight, I didn't take a break. I'm just pausing and I'm continuing. However, if you finish the Shema Nesrei, then when you finish Aisha Shalom, you realize, I forgot, then you're starting anew, so we might find three Paskins, but then you do have to say a new Hashem Swasay Tiftach because you finished talking to Hashem, then you have to start again. But if you're still in the middle of the Shema Nesrei, you don't have to say Hashem Swasay Tiftach. So if you're in Atogibor, so just insert it anywhere there. The tricky part is, that Mr. Buru already speaks this out, that you should try to get, try to go back to Atagibar as much as you can. Because we want the flow of the Shemanesri to make sense. So let's say, for example, you, you're ready in Machal Kachayim B'chas, so you go back to Atagibar. Let's say you're ready at the end. So then you say, So Mr. Buru writes, yes, but go back and try to finish off the end of the Baruch because we want to have a continuation of what's called Me'en HaChasimah. Now there is a, a shaila of what happens after you say Baruch Atah Hashem and then you realize. So Mr. Bru Paskin's an uh, interesting thing. If you realize after you said Baruch Atah Hashem but you didn't say Mechayim Mesim yet, so Mr. Bru says you should say Lamdeni Chukecha. Lamdeni Chukecha is just like a funny, it's like it's an ending onto its own. Therefore, I never really ended off the third bracha, uh, the second bracha. I'm still in the middle of the second bracha. I could still say Mashi Baruch Hashem on on the spot. That's the opinion of the Mishnaburah. Now, Rolach Rehnam agreed to it, but if that happens to you, you can rely on the Mishnaburah. That's the, that's the kasha, that's the kasha that the Rehnam have on the Mishnaburah. All of a sudden, you're going to make a random bracha on Deinu Chukecha, not to do anything. You're middle of Manasseh. So, uh, why are you allowed to do it? But that's the Lamaise, the Psaq of the Mishnaburah. There's an interesting way of Kivegah, but Allah calls of Kivegah. Kivegah wants to tie Let's say you forget Mashavach Maragash on Friday night. So, Kivegah thinks you shouldn't have to repeat the Shmanasseh. Why shouldn't he have to repeat the Shemanes? He thinks he should be Yitzha in the Magen Oves, the main Sheva. He should be able to be Yitzha in that. So Rabbi Kivega thinks if you forget Friday night, you don't have to go back. So according to this Rabbi Kivega, it's not just Masha Baruch Maragashem. You can use this Rabbi Kivega for a lot of other things. Let's say, for example, you forget um, Friday night. Let's say you forget Shabbos. Let's say Shabbos Cholomoy, you forget Yal Yavad. So according to Rabbi Kivega, you don't have to go back. Why? Because in that little shtickle Magen Oves that we repeat, there's no Yal Yavad. So I can be Yitzha with that. So according to Kivega, it comes out a lot of different coolers about uh, Friday night. Accepted practice is not like a Kivega. We assume that you still have to go back even on Friday night. So both Friday night and during the during a regular day, you do have to go back. If a person is misupit, so up to at least the first, either it's the first 30 days, because again, some days you can have three tefillahs. And, and if you're a baltfila, you can have even more. So some of the priests can say a baltfila can maybe get there faster, because he davens two shmanasris. Each tefillah, so he'll get to he'll get to, to his thirty or ninety a lot faster. But at least for these couple of days, if you're not sure, you can assume you probably did not say Mashavu So if you're not Sfarad, no sweat. But if you're not Ashkenaz, you should probably go back at this point. Again, later on, maybe we'll you'll have enough tefillahs under your belt, but you don't have to go back. But for now, we're we're so early on in the season, you definitely have to go back. We discussed many other times. There's a whole shayla how to pronounce the word Geshem or Gashem. I find it interesting. The Dirshem Mishdebru picks sides. The Dirshem Mishdebru, they call it Geshem at the Segel. Okay. They're probably right because Rav Acharenim hold like that. But uh, not everyone agrees that the word is supposed to be pronounced Geshem. Some people think it should be with the Kamatz. So I only tell it to people because if you're going to dive it in a different shul, find out what the minig of the shul is. I Meaning if you're going to dive for the Yaman, right? Someone was a Khiv. It's Kedai to ask, what's the minig? Because some people get very touchy about it. If you say the wrong one, they're going to give it to you. So if you're diving for the Yaman in a foreign shul, it's Kedai to ask. You know, I know some places they're very, very mocked, but like if you say the wrong one, you know, they get mad at you. So just if you're diving out of a 
home court advantage if you're diving off uh, in a different shul and you're about to it's good to find out what the practice is. This way, you can avoid complications uh, later on. Okay. It's a bracha. You said bracha Hashem. You said Hashem's name.